Welcome to this week's podcast, Woman Who Chat, where I'll be interviewing women in business who share their inspirational stories and their top tips, especially for you. My name is Sandra Garlick and I'm the founder of Woman Who, and I'm delighted to bring these interviews to you each week to inspire you so that you can achieve in the future. We're here today with Esther Roche from De Roche Natural Beauty. Hi Esther, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you, Sandra? Yeah. And we've chatted before, we've chatted before about your business and, and some of the challenges you faced. And I would urge our listeners to listen to the previous episode of Woman Who Chat, where we did chat at length. Uh, but today I just wanted to sort of recap. Um, so do you just want to remind our listeners what, what, what you do, Esther? So I do um, plant-based skincare that's toxin-free because I want to help people fall in love with uh, their natural skin. And I've ordered some of your products. They are amazing. And, you know, it, it's it, it's very natural. It's very, there's no sort of harmful ingredients and things like that. What? Why was that important to you? Well, basically, I have sensitive skin myself. Um, so that was something, you know, a huge consideration. But it's also trying to move away from the perception that obviously having lighter skin means beauty when people are using products that have toxins and, you know, chemicals to try and change their skin tone, basically. So... For me, it's more the nourishment um, that the skin gets and just keeping the skin healthy, basically, um, hence going for those types of um, ingredients. Yeah. And you're, again, a multi-talented lady. You run not only that business, but a training business as well. So as many women in business do, how do you you juggle those priorities? Because our listeners may remember from listening to the previous episode that you also have five children. So yeah. Give, give us some give us some ideas and insights into your day and how, how you manage all that. I think it's more being highly organized and, and just planning because there's so many things to to juggle around. So I've got the two businesses, as you mentioned, and then obviously the children and they also have various activities at school. So I just have to plan everything, organize and I diarize things so that I don't forget anything that needs to be done. So that's that's the way I do it. And I think, you know, being organised for any business owner is a great thing to be. Now, you were successful. You applied to John Lewis to have your product stocked there. Has that gone through now? Um, yes, I'm actually going to be doing my first pop-up in March. So I'm really looking forward to to all my pop-ups this year. I've got four different sets of dates booked throughout the year. So really excited for that opportunity. And is that in the same John Lewis store or is that it around the country? It's going to be different ones. So I'm going to try different stores, um, which is great. So I'll be in Milton Keynes. I'm going to do Brent Cross and Birmingham. Oh, wow. So you'll have to let us know the dates, Esther, because uh, I definitely want to go and have a look and and visit you in one of those stores. Um, Yeah, that must be really exciting. So you entered the awards last year. And one of the comments that the judges said to you in summary was think bigger. So how has that impacted you this year on your sort of plans and your, your, you know, where you're going to have your products? I think with having the award, to be honest, it's it's almost made me a lot more confident to not have a fear to open up doors and, and look at other opportunities. I was looking at things, obviously, from a small 
smaller perspective rather than just thinking big and seeing what other opportunities are out there. So at the moment, what I'm doing is exploring other avenues and where I can get my products to. So so really, really exciting, but definitely have done lots with the John Lewis coming up as well, because I wouldn't have never dreamt of doing that if it wasn't for the awards. I didn't see myself there. So that's really helped me with the confidence side of things. Why do you think that is, Esther? Do you think there was no role model for you to aspire to or was it imposter syndrome? What, what, What was holding you back? It's probably imposter syndrome and, and, a, and a bit of not, not having a role model. So obviously in lockdown, I discovered Women Who and, you know, they've been absolutely amazing. The support I've received and you, you just have to reach out and ask. But without that network, it's so difficult to sort of think outside the box because you don't know anything else and you don't know somebody else who knows somebody who's going to connect you. So for me personally, it's been really, really useful and all the members are so supportive. I, I couldn't thank you enough for, for the woman who. Oh, that's lovely of you to say that. And, you know, it's great to see you. You're growing as a person. I can I can sit back here and, you know, I, I do all the, the support for the group and everything. But it's nice to see how each person is evolving and to see your confidence blooming over the last 12 months has been amazing from the time when I first met you, when you first entered the awards some time ago. You, it's like a tra- complete transformation, which is lovely to see. I uh, love to see your confidence in your own abilities growing. Mm-hmm. And I I think, you know, what would your advice be to, to any woman, um, you know, that, that's in that situation that they don't think they're good enough or they can't see themselves as, as, as good as everybody else sees them? Well, I, I think, you know, you need to surround yourself with a supportive environment. I think for me, that's been the real key, really. You know, we all have a voice, but if you're not in the right environment, I don't think your voice will will be heard and it's not you know having a voice in terms of shouting it's just being able to be confident to speak and and ask other people and that's basically what I've had to do and and just get support and help from from everybody everybody I've spoken to has helped me nobody's turned me away and if they don't know they'll point me to somebody else who does know so you can't go wrong with that and do you think that's the secret then to not be afraid to ask for help then is that is that key I think that's really key because, you know, the worst answer you can get is a no, but you just go and ask somebody else and and keep moving rather than stop. And a lot of things I've done, you know, even my training business, it was a matter of asking for certain things and I got the support that I needed. But if I had chosen not to see that side of thing and built a wall in front of me, then obviously I I would have never been able to to get over that hurdle without communicating and asking somebody else. Mm, Yeah, great, great thoughts and insight there so you've got an exciting year ahead you've obviously enlightened me that some of the things that you're planning to do this year so just tell our listeners what are some of the things that you want to achieve this year so I have a passion obviously um, to get my products um, internationally particularly to southern Africa and just to encourage people to to basically look after their skin using toxin-free products I'm exploring wholesale as well. And I'm also looking at working with airlines. So I'm, I'm just looking at trying to place my products in as many places as I can, basically, at the moment. Yeah, that sounds really exciting. I imagine there's a lot of work in the background going on, a lot of research as well. 
Yes. How, how, how do you keep motivated? You know, because sometimes those doors are closed and, and, you know, it just seems we're climbing a mountain. And I remember one of the other Academy members once spoke and said it was like, sometimes it's like climbing a mountain in flip-flop flops. You know, you sort of, it's, it's an enormous task. How do you motivate yourself to keep going when, when you've got that enormous task ahead of you? The main thing is obviously I remember why I'm doing it. And I think, you know, everything else falls in place. You know, there, there is things that I think, oh, you know, I'm not quite as as good at, as, you know, certain things like social media and stuff like that. But it's it's something that I know is a work in progress. And um, I think the, the most important thing, like I said, is remembering why you're doing something. And that keeps you going because, yes, not, nobody said business was going to be easy, but you it's how you take on and deal whatever challenge you come across. And again, back to the environment, your support network, whom you've got around, and it just helps you that little bit more. And that's I say the coming back to that why is so important, isn't it? We often forget why we, you know, why we started our business, why we started doing something. I think revisiting that, it does give you that, it reminds you of what, you know, the, the purpose of what you're doing. So what, what's, what's, you know, your big thing for, your big goal for, for 2022? You've mentioned some of the things you want to do. What would you say is your main focus right now? The main focus for me is obviously getting my products into retail. So I am still knocking on those doors and pushing through. So I'm hoping that I will be in, in a few more retail spaces um, within the United Kingdom by, by the end of the year. And what's your dream store? What's your dream outlet to be in at the moment? Apart from John Lewis, of course. <laughs> um, I'm also looking at Harrods. So at the moment, I'm just trying to to look at H Beauty and see whether um, I can place my products in there as well. Yeah, and I must say, you know, having used your products and, and the packaging is just amazing. And I think, you know, it, it's high end, isn't it? It's it, The packaging is beautiful. I don't know whether you design that yourself or you got someone to design it for you but it was that important to you the packaging it was very important and it, it took me I think for me um the packaging was the biggest challenge you know when I speak to people and say oh yeah you think the formulation and stuff but I I have a lot of respect for any package I see on the shelf because I did have some assistance with designing it but I had to do most of the work myself you know the what goes on the on the box how it looked the color scheme um but that was hard it wasn't just a, a walk over and I I think that's been the biggest challenge I faced w throughout just trying to sort out that packaging side and because obviously of sustainability and things I wanted to use glass bottles and that was again another challenge so, so it's 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 been a challenge after challenge with the packaging but we did get there and I'm really really pleased with it that I I don't think I have to revisit and rebrand and change because that was quite important for me yeah it's absolutely beautiful and if you listen to this this uh, podcast do take a look at Esther's packaging because it really is high end and it's 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 just lovely to have products that look so good as well so if you could share one piece of advice or one top tip for our audience, Esther, what would that be? Well, my top tip would be, um, again, you know, similar to your environment, choose your environment wisely um, and surround yourself with people that are actually going to uplift you and give you good constructive criticism rather than just criticise without giving you any solution to, to the problem, really.
That's great. It's been amazing talking to you again today, Esther. And if you're listening to this, I would urge you to listen to Esther's first podcast that she did with us uh, before listening to this one or listen to this one as well, because there's some fantastic content here. It's been great chatting to you, Esther. That's Esther Roche of DeRose Natural Beauty. Uh, Thank you, Esther. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for joining the Woman Who Chat weekly podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed it. You can join me next week to hear another inspirational woman in business. In the meantime, you might want to visit womanwho.co.uk to find out how you can start your Woman Who journey.